When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining us now on Hawthorne Membership Day. As I said, you can get a free upgrade on your Hawthorne membership today. Join now at hawks.team forward slash SEN. The 26th best player in the competition, according to the Herald Sun this morning. And the new Hawthorne c- captain is our next guest, James Sicily. James, thanks for your time. Hey, thanks, guys. Good morning. I was in, really impressed on Thursday because I, I thought it could have gone one of two ways. There was the risk that it may have got really ugly, particularly on the back of the previous week against Geelong and, and the ease of which Collingwood were waltzing out of centre bounce. But your team respond, responded really well, James. What, what impressed you most from, from that last hit out? Yeah, it could have really. Um, I think they scored three goals relatively quickly. Um, so we were really happy with the way that we were able to, to fight back and not um, sort of let that happen again. And I think we ended up being in front at some point in the first quarter after a pretty poor start. So for a young, for a young side like ours to, to rally together and not get too, um, I suppose, bothered uh, by the situation and, and, and fight back was something we were pleased with. So in your... Um... In your role, James, I suppose as as newly minted skipper, is there any, did it, have you feel any different in those situations where you know, the team was rely, you know, relying on a little bit of leadership, relying on a little bit of direction at times when it wasn't going that well real early in the game? What what was your feeling in uh, in, in contribution in those moments? Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's really important with the amount of sort of inexperienced that guys like um, Frosty and myself down back um, sort of stay relatively composed um, and not get um, too carried away with what's happening because that can be a little bit unsettling for um, some younger guys in the team. So I think just putting on a brave face and saying, no, it's going to be okay. This is what we need to do. Let's just grind it back. Focus on some immediate short-term things and get it back on our terms. So, um, yeah. Not getting too too phased by what's happening. I've, there's so many questions that that I want to ask off the back of that. Obviously, you've lost um, a lot of leadership and experience out of the squad in the last couple of years, so that's going to be a challenge for your leadership group. But the the one I really want to ask is you as an individual how how have you been able to get to to the point where you're at right now, where you wear your heart on your sleeve as a player. You, you have great passion and will to win, clearly, and you ha- hold your, yourself to really high expectations. How have you gone along the journey of balancing that up for the betterment of the team? Yeah, I've had so much help and investment by a lot of good people at Hawthorne. Um, I think, in a nutshell, to put it shortly, I, we did an exercise with Ben Crow, and it essentially was about self-discovery and why you are the way you are. So figuring out myself first and what triggers me and, and leads me down that road of um, frustration. Um, so getting a better understanding of myself and being able to channel it uh, was something that um, I was able to sort of realise doing this program that we did as a whole footy club. I think it was about four or five years, four years ago, I think. Mm. 
Well, I think that's pretty amazing, mate. Do you, do you want to share it? Is it? I know it's a pretty open public forum, but was there was there one thing that stood out to you that you were able to get to? Um, oh, most of it sort of. So it was in it was in in groups, um, and really it was about being vulnerable and sharing your, your life story, and um, sometimes just the way of sharing things that. Um, sort of you get things off your chest and it's a little bit of a weight off your shoulders without going into too much detail. But yeah, it was it was a pretty vulnerable environment. We all embraced it and um, supported each other. And we got to learn um, a lot about each other along the sort of six to seven weeks that we were doing it. Is there sceptics when you do things like that? The sceptic might say, how's this help, going to help us be a better footy team? But it feels like clubs are buying into this more and more. Yeah, no, there definitely is, but I'm I'm of the notion that if, it, if it's going to help and the people that are in charge think think that it's going to help and it's important, then I'm willing to give it anything to go. Really, I want to ask you about you know just where you see the club. You, you signed a five year contract part way through last year, and then you would have witnessed, I guess, the the carnage of the trade period and and the exodus of senior players, you're 28 years of age, and then you think, well, at the end of that five-year deal, I'm going to be 33. So I'm a Hawthorne player for life. Do you think you're capable of winning a premiership in that five years? And how did you dissect the news, considering you have committed long-term at your age to this footy club? Um, yeah, I, I, even if I, if I signed the deal post-trade period, I, I still would have done it. I feel like I'm very indebted to, to Hawthorne, and I've shared this a couple of times. That if I, if I feel genuinely about, if I was at any other club, I don't think I would have really made it because they showed incredible patience, and I wasn't thrown in the deep end. I had so much to learn. Um, so, on the contract question, I still would have, I still would have stayed. Um, in terms of the premiership, that's what we're all striving for. I, I'm, I think we can. Um, I think clubs have shown how, how sort of fast that they could turn it around in Sydney and Collingwood. Or they had reasonably low expectations last year, Collingwood, and were able to exceed them. I think nearly you may have had them as a wooden spoon or someone, someone in the footy realm did. Um, and Sydney, not too long ago, I think it would have been maybe 2018, were down the bottom four, and now they're in a grand final. So um, if we do it right, I do feel like we have the right people in the footy club to support us as a playing group. So I think we're going to give ourselves every chance to to challenge once we get games into these young guys and um, we become really predictable to each other. Two players that um, played really well on the weekend, John Newcomb, who had an exceptional year last year coming of age, and uh, James Warper, who probably had a, a down year, a quiet year last year. Um, both going to be very important for your midfield. Can you give us a few words on both of those boys? Yeah, it's good to see Warps um, back confident in himself again. Um, and Jai, obviously, broke onto the scene um, yesterday, uh, not yesterday, last year. Um, yeah, two two really hardworking guys and, and really physical, and, and we love that. And um, Two other guys that are, are playing pretty well uh, are Cam McKenzie and Josh Ward. So I think having two real bulls in there, really compliments those other two guys um, who are really good users of the ball. So um, along with Will Day. So we're putting together a, quite a, a good midfield there. And um, 
A player that I'm impressed by is Mitch Lewis. You didn't see enough of him as much as we would have liked to last year, but when we did, he was exceptional. He he, uh, he straightens you up and gives you a real target in front of the ball. When are we likely to see him back in the mix uh, this year? Yeah, it's created a great opportunity for Cozzy, though. Um, he's getting a lot of shots on the board at the moment, but he's not quite making them. But, yeah, Mitch has become an incredibly important player for us. Um, and another one of those guys that really... Uh, broke out sort of out of nowhere so um, along with Dylan Moore so being able to find those guys are pretty pretty handy um, sort of late picks in the draft but I think he's due to be back around around four or five um, yeah we we do need him in the side he's someone that's, that's really important but on the other hand we sort of don't really want to rush it um, when he's right he's right but it's going to look like around yeah four to five mm. Denver Granger Barras is a, a player that had some injury concerns, pick six in 2020, but came in and just thought this this guy could be anything. Aggressive, tough, intercept defender, can play on someone, but he's stagnated for whatever reason, James. Why is that? Yeah, um, well, it's not through lack of effort. He, he, he's someone that's really eager to learn and um, and loves, he loves his footy. Um, at the moment, there's just I suppose there's just so many backs at the moment that we're trying to squeeze in. Um, and Frosty's taken on more of a different different role this year. He's he's planning on playing a little bit smaller, so um, that's that's challenged the spot of sort of us playing on the small there for Denver. But I think we lose patience too fast mm. on guys that have really high draft picks, and um, I think it'd be unfair to criticise him um, so so early on in his career. Like he's only twenty one or something, so. I think he deserves a little bit more time and um, a little bit more patience. Yeah, I think absolutely he does. It was just more a question on, on what he would be working on and, and I guess your role in, in helping players like that, is he someone that you work closely with? Yeah, I do. He's someone that I work closely with when we discuss sort of body work and craft. He's going through um, sort of being able to play against bigger bodies than him and he, sometimes he's getting caught out with giving away some free kicks um, which can be frustrating for him and frustrating for the team so um, yeah we we regularly do sort of one-on-one craft contested marking sort of sessions and um, he's still he's still learning his craft and, um, and I'm still going to be there to teach him and help him along the way. Hawthorne skipper Denver Granger Brass, sorry, Hawthorne skipper James Sicily. We were speaking about Denver Granger Brass joining us on SEM Breakfast this morning, Bucks. James, what, um, I mean, obviously you, you'd, you'd be bullish around going into the season. What, what do you think is a reasonable expectation um, and expect, you know, for, for your supporters and for your fans of what you're, they're going to get from their team this year? Um, yeah, no doubt there's going to be ups and downs and there's going to be games where it's going to, potentially be not that good viewing. But then there'll be games where, like last year, Easter Monday against Geelong, where completely unexpected and we get a great result and a great win. Um, I'd like to think that we can back up last year's result. Um, And to be honest, we we lost two games in one quarter last year where we conceded about 50 points in one quarter. And all of a sudden we're looking at 10 wins and you're only one or two wins off playing finals so I'd like to replicate last year's season with seeing some genuine progress um, in terms of how we want to play and the identity we are as a side that we want to become um, 
and then there's just so many new young guys that are ready to mm. ready to step up and play from the last sort of two drafts and really break out. So that's something that's really exciting. Hey, Bucks and I both sit on the All Australian panel. Were you, were you dirty? You missed out on the final <laughs> twenty-two last year. Yeah, I was. Who should, whose <laughs> position should you have taken? I don't know. Everyone there deserves to have their spot, no doubt. I think um, I think that's a really good answer. And I can tell you how difficult it is to squeeze <laughs> all of the great players in the competition oh in, but you just keep doing what you're doing, mate. I'm really impressed yeah. with with your journey and how you're going along. And what I would say, just just um, briefly before Kane wraps up, keep telling your story, mate, because it, it's powerful not just inside your four walls but externally. So that self awareness is great. Good work. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a good hour, though. Awesome there, James Sicily, Hawthorne captain, and you can see why. Now, Hawthorne have a huge game in round one. They take on Essen. It's their home game at the MCG. Uh, perfect time slot. It should be jam-packed. How many for that game at the G? Sunday, marquee slot. I don't know. What are be 65? Yeah, I reckon we, we could even push up higher than that. 65 to get 65-70 at the MCG would be perfect. Now, you can become part of the new breed at... A Hawthorne in 2023 and become a member today at hawks.team forward slash SEN. Uh, special membership offer if you join as a member by Tuesday the 7th of March, that's tomorrow, uh, you can receive a complimentary upgrade on your membership. And for the adults, buy three game general admission, get 11 games, GA, you can save $115. James Sisley, our guest.